You know what we're here for? It's in the title. But in case you think reading is for chumps, we're here for episode five of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. There's a lot to talk about, and we, the talkers, are Was It Good? I'm Ravi. I'm here with my brothers Christian and Arjuna, and Mr. Michael is in the producer's station, hitting them buttons. Let's dive right in. Has there been enough George St. Pierre's? Because as someone who works in sports, I have no opinions. Spoiler alert, people. Wow. <laughs> so many things happened in that reading. Yes. Um, you didn't, you've, you've, you ended it wrong. Yep. And we heard a cat. Yes. Uh, we heard a cat go, meow. No, he said hello. Yeah. It was, it <laughs> the was cat meow. clearly said hello. Oh, my God. <laughs> that cat is possessed. And or incredibly intelligent. No, he's just needy. That's all oh, it comes down no. to. Yeah, that's true. That's basically it. Needy, neediness will make a genius out of anyone, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Is that how that works? No. Uh, well, I don't know. Uh, it depends on what kind of neediness, I guess. <laughs> Speaking of needy. Oh, shit. <laughs> this show that uh, requires thousands and thousands of individuals, because I don't know if millions care. I mean, no, wow. it's, getting, it's getting good ratings. <laughs> it's getting good ratings. <laughs> I mean, they, they said, what was it, episode four? They counted for something like 85 million minutes watch or something insane something like throughout else. the week. Oh, so, shit. yeah, my statement is definitely false. But uh, I bring that up in terms of like this show requiring people to watch or needed to watch or whatever. I'm still not at the point where it was like WandaVision where it's like, I need to know, I need to know. Yeah. There's, it's less, more, there's less mystery in this one. Big time. I mean, it's a very kind of straightforward story, which... Maybe good, maybe bad. Yeah. Who knows? Well, that's what we're here for. We're going to break it down. Was it good? Duh. But before we do the actual breakdown, let's recap what you all felt emotionally oh, okay. <laughs> during this show. Because everyone, the, the episode four ended, obviously, with a bloody oh, shield yeah. and a very angry, deranged-looking uh, John Walker. And yeah. a lot of people felt something. Yeah. But how did you all feel watching this episode? Are you asking for one-word impressions? And I want it in a one-word impression. Oh, Whoa. But emotions. I did not see that. Only emotions. Only emotions? Yeah, this is the emotion. Mine's not emotional. Mine is an observation that I could not shake for the entire episode. Fine. Uh, Just don't listen to me then. My first one-word impression that I initially was going to go with was stuntman. Because in the opening fight scene... Uh, Anthony Mackie, yes, yes. I could just see so many stuntmen working uh, as Anthony Mackie during the fight scene with John Walker. So it was going to be stuntmen, but I'm my actual one-word impression is a bit ni- ni- niche, 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 a bit niche. 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 <laughs> um, uh, it's LeJethro. <laughs> because... <laughs> what the yeah. fuck? It's LeJethro because, and here's why. Uh, I can't do that. I can, I can, because in the beginning, some of those stuntmen looked eerily like John Nichols, a.k.a. LeJethro, on Twitter. Make sure you go find him and follow him. He's hilarious. Um, and then also uh, toward the end when he's practicing with the shield, the training montage, like, God, God damn, I was like, that's John fucking Nichols. John Nichols is a friend of ours, and it um, has uh, been pointed out on Twitter that uh, – John Nichols and Anthony Mackie have a, a, a resemblance, and it's been pointed out by many is people. Is John Nichols Anthony Mackie's actual stunt double? We made the joke when the show started. It's like, where is John Nichols getting the time to work for Yahoo Sports and, uh, you know, play Captain Falcon? We don't know. But no, he's a busy man. He's a clearly, busy man. Clearly, clearly, clearly. He's working on his golf game and saving the world. <laughs> Anthony Mackie <laughs> one golf Anthony ball at a time. a pretty big golfer. 
Okay. Anthony Mackie? Yeah. Well, that's because he's like Jethro. Because <laughs> it's because it's, it's John Nichols, wow. obviously. You think? Yes. Wow, wow, wow. Anyway, uh, it's just and, and there were certain facial expressions as well. <laughs> I like it during that training montage where I'm like, that's John Nichols. I couldn't not see it once I saw it. I'm so, going to you. You basically said my one word impression Le multiple Jethro? times. No, it's not Lejethro, <laughs> which is going to be montage. Yeah, this, that was that was this episode was stacked to the brim with montage. Originally, when I was thinking about doing a thumbnail for for the the YouTube live show here, I was thinking of doing uh you know Oprah's famous like you get a car, you get a car, <laughs> but it would be you get a montage. You yeah. everybody in the show got a freaking montage which isn't a bad thing no, it's a great thing montage yeah, is a I great way montage. to kind of show a lot of you know action in show a short amount of time. of time yeah exactly that, yeah, which time passed team, team i mean t- team time passed in this one a lot uh yeah. for sure more more so than the previous episodes because it feels yeah, like a whole two days episodes two three and four <laughs> were all very much contained in just a few hours a few days type of thing yeah for sure montage just montage yeah yeah, yeah. The montage. Jethro montage. Did you? Uh, did you? Anybody get the uh, you know, Team America? Everybody needs a fucking montage song. Oh in yeah. Especially when he's training. Like I want to recut oh, yeah. that with that song. I I, oh my god. I, I got. Like, I got the uh, when in the the opening fight scene when they're trying to rip off the glut the the shield. Yep. I got the Thanos with uh, Iron Man and Spider Man when they're trying to rip oh, off. Oh yeah, Thanos yeah, yeah. Gauntlet on that one. You mean when they snapped his arm? Yeah, when they broke, when they his, broke arm. his arm. Yeah. yeah, they broke his arm. They yeah. did. remember kids. Somebody does violence. Use violence to stop them. <laughs> Sometimes it's the only Captain way. Captain America. <laughs> hey, Cap is back. Cap is wait, what? Cap is black. <laughs> oh shit! I mean, Cap is black. Oh, oh no! Anyway, so Arjuna, really move on, move on. Just word, push, push forward, push forward. Arjuna, your one word impression. Uh, my word is characters because this episode wow. was all about characters and their development, and I think they even made multiple. They made multiple references on the nose in the in the story of like, well. You know, I guess we're just gonna have to wait this one out and uh, and see what happens. So this is very much the sidelining of 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 the the action, as you will say, with what's going on with the flag smashers, and they certainly do a little bit of setup at the end. But you know, this is all about uh, Sam. This is all about um, Bucky. Bucky. This is all about Zemo. Is about Walker. Well, John Walker. Uh, Zemo gets a little. Zemo. No? Zemo gets, Zemo taken gets a trail. Gets a tiny bit in there, but not not a ton for gets him. Taken away. But it's really about these three these three men who are all related to Captain America in some way, and and kind of like I think taking a taking a break from the action and focusing in on these guys, and that's that's the episode that we got. So is Falcon the Winter Soldier really Captain America the fan club show? Honestly, I thought that was a good line that summed it up. John Walker, I think, says. We could have been a team. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, it was both. It was both like, kind of like a really like, like a kid would say that we could yep. have been a team. But yep. also, this episode, in hindsight, really was the the Captain America team that could have been, right? Like he, he also has some lines. Like I think during that fight scene, he's like, he like yells out, like, "Why are you making me do that?" Yeah. <laughs> bam, bam. I I I mean, I love it. Like Which, he's clearly like out of his mind yeah. and. And um, I like there's that there's like a little immaturity there. A little. There's a lot of immaturity <laughs> there. Um, and honestly, Wyatt nails it. Like, uh, yeah, I I believed it. Do I don't you think, think I was it's supposed you... to laugh? But I definitely oh, laughed yeah. at some of those. Yeah, yeah. Do you think it's um, him like being immature, like as a character or whatever, or do you think it's somewhat lazy writing? Both. Because. <laughs> I feel like it's just lazy <laughs> it's writing. Both. I think it's supposed to be their version of trying to show some PTSD, like the. 
they've tried to introduce this element with this character that he has done a lot for his government. He's done a lot of not honorable things, right? Like he's got the three purple hearts, right? Purple hearts, medal of honors. I'm not sure of the military lingo here. But anyway, he's been honored multiple times. He's referenced multiple times that he has done unsavory things. He <laughs> just did an unsavory thing, clearly. Um, and even but, but because... They told him to. That's right. his defense. Right. And, I mean, there, there is some truth to that, though, right? Like, the government did make him this soldier. They had him go in, you know, and that stuff stays with you. And he, he you know, and they picked him quickly, and they kind of put him into this role quickly. But was he ready for this role? Clearly not. Very clearly <laughs> not. Like, obviously um, not. Right. So there is culpability in the terms of what the government has done that doesn't excuse the the bad shit that he's done, right. but there's certainly culpability. And then they kind of throw him away pretty quickly. They're like, you're banned from the military, no benefits, like, get out of our hair, like, you're done. Um, so it's, it's an interesting dynamic. Like, you... I feel like they're trying to make you realize he's bad, but also want you to feel bad for him a little bit. I mean, I do. He, he did what he was told to do, yeah. yeah. and now he has no benefits. I know. <laughs> He did all that work, and now he's not getting paid. That's the biggest F you I've ever seen. It was, to be honest, like, I, he, he is definitely an unsavory, like, he's a terrible character. Like, he is evil, he's bad. But I will say uh, there was something kind of badass about when they're kind of, like, reading off of his sentence, and he's just kind of, like, and then just walks out. I thought that was pretty kind of, like, badass, almost, like a giant fuck you, essentially, and mm. that was kind of cool. I don't if badass is the right well at least for me mm-hmm. the right word i totally understand where he's coming from and why he's pissed off um and also calling him evil i think is too that's too simple he's yeah not, he's, he's not, gray he's not evil yeah. because uh, I mean, you can understand <laughs> the motivations behind what he does sure and it's not like he killed someone who was totally innocent either right you know what i'm saying but like this group has the flag smashers sure they smash things, but I will. I will say this: I and just, they have taken lives. I don't think. I, I think it would be a weird move if they try to redeem this character in any way. Like I, I do think that he's a bad guy. Like it's, it's pretty clear to me that you know, and we'll get to this obviously you know, as we go through the episode. But he's being set up to do more bad things. There's, there's. I don't, I don't see a morally gray area where there is regret in his decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, we just, don't have to do that later. We can do it right now. Sure. Like with John Walker, we've got it listed as John Walker's all the way bad, maybe, is has, and also has the government done him wrong. Yeah. I think the, the big thing here is obviously the we see him sitting on the bench with his wife, and then we're introduced to a new character, um, Contessa Valentina Allegra de, Allegra la, Allegra de, la, de la Fonte. De la Fonte. Played by Jeweler Lewis DeFrius. Dreyfus. <laughs> no, I like DeFrius. She said, she said everyone calls me Val, but don't call me Val. Yeah. Yeah, so she, her name is Val. So clearly, government, you know, John Walker sees government done something wrong. We're introduced to a new character who, I mean, regardless of going on the Marvel Wikipedia and looking at the comics, it's pretty obvious that this woman is shady government. Yeah. Something or of that nature. Or, or ex- yeah. Something or Hydra or Bydra or Flydra. I was like, oh, that's the power broker, but obviously. Well, I mean, she could be. She has blue hair, so. Oh, maybe. That literally means nothing. I I I just thought it was cool she had blue hair. I'm really set on it being Sarah Carter. In the comics, she has like a streak of white hair. Yeah. Instead of the white hair, they did the blue hair. Is that that to throw you off? And this, wait, wait, (laughs) guys, real quick, this leads us to believe she's related to Mephisto. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> whoa, 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 the whoa. great I, Mephisto. I missed several steps of logic here. 
that's a lie, right? Are we joking? Big time. Oh, okay, big okay, time. Okay. I think the scene is set up. The scene is very kind of like, if you look at what it is in that moment, it's a person who is kind of, you know, at the end and is, is given potentially a redemption. And then I think the other interesting thing is he goes to see um, Lamar's parents. Yeah. yeah. And he lies to them about who actually kills their son. Right. Yeah. But you can see as they're discussing... He's going to go kill her. He's going to go after her for sure, right? Like, yeah. she, he 100%. is going to be thinking, I think, I don't think that the, the not necessarily the main villain of the show, but I don't think this leader of the Flag Smashers, Carly, Carly is going to potentially make it out alive. Mm. I think the show has shown us that they are kind of willing to do some shocking things, and I, I do believe, like, no, uh, honestly, I think Carly's, if if anything, this episode, and obviously the Flag Smashers weren't touched on a lot, but yeah. what it, what they did touch on was that, She's all the way invested now. She's yeah. like, we're going all the way. As Zemo said, she's radicalized. And it does seem to be, that does seem to be the case, which right. is, uh, that's, that doesn't bode well for her, her future. <laughs> but Her future knows? is bleak. I mean, Carly has become a very, she started out kind of annoying, <laughs> very annoying, where it's like, boo-hoo is me. I get what she's fighting for, and I understand yeah. that whole thing, but it was still kind of presented in an annoying way. I see her now as just full-on fucking crazy, creepy as fuck, got some weird... I mean, she doesn't have mind control powers, but that end scene where she's in uh, clearly Central Park in New York City, yeah. also where the fuck is Spider-Man? Uh, Spider-Man, Doctor Strange, all the other New York... Tom, Dick, like, Harry, where are they? Where's, where's Happy be, Hogan? That'll be next, <laughs> next week's episode. Where's John Favreau? Oh, he's too busy making Mandalorian now. But that, wow. that end scene, or that scene with her and the UFC fighter, George St. Pierre. George St. Pierre. And you know, all those people just kind of coming to her. That was creepy. Like, the level of control that she has over people is it's very. social media. The apps, man. It's the app. The apps I get you. Know. I don't know. I don't know about that. Just, if, you're on your phone, if your phone is on all the time, you just sneak in a couple ads here and there, and then you work on people. It's very common. All of a sudden, you're a full blown terrorist. Very, and you very don't pick up your blanket. Or, no, 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 no. All of a sudden, all of, to, to relate to the real world, all of a sudden, you're down in Orange County protesting the uh, closing oh, of no. stores and wearing masks. You just wait, you wake up, and all of a sudden, that's where you are. There you go. You, you were turned yeah, on. I, I you're mean, activated. I mean, I mean, all this stuff is obviously based off of comic books, but that moment is very comic booky. Oh, yeah. Where it's just like yeah. every single person in the park is an agent. I know. She's like, oh, hey, guys. Wow. <laughs> oh, shit. I have oh, friends. I do think what's interesting is her lieutenants, right? Her like small posse mm. of the other super. I like those guys. Super powered people. Yeah. Are not all the way in no. on her plan. They're like, "What and the I fuck think, are you doing?" I think that's what's going to end up happening. <laughs> that they're yeah. going to kind of turn on her, and turn her in potentially, um, or it maybe maybe goes a little darker. It's know? already cost one of them their lives. Exactly. The guy who died was not, you know, all the, he was a little uncomfortable with right. some of the stuff she was doing, and he's the one who died. Which you know, is that setting up her Mr. New Zealand to to die next week? Maybe Mr. New Zealand. He has a name. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know what it is. I'm sorry. Uh, Use this thing called IMDb. I could. I could. IMDb. Anyway, sorry. before Christian looks up, let's just uh, re. Remember some other things that happened in this, and we're going to do this with Arjuna's infamous section known as oh. Arjuna's DVD chapter listings. Chapter. 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 And Christian will be doing this in the voice of a screaming villager from an attack of uh, wild werewolves. Very specific. Wow. <laughs> Wait, you, you actually want me to scream? That's going to blow everyone's um, ears. High pitched voice. Oh. Oh, how about this? Yeah. You're oh, yeah, yeah. You how about this? How about this? Close. You're in fear. 
Fair. Fearful. The wolves are outside your door, and for some reason, you have to, you have to bring up this DVD chapter listing. Why are you making me watch this? <laughs> Falcon Jr. Xenomore. 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 That's a good one. Xenomore. Yeah. You're fired. Captain Boatman. Frisbee montage. Sharon breaks bad. Hey, who turned out the lights? Let's suit up. I am Iron Walker. I, I am Iron Walker. I am Iron Walker. I got, I got major Iron Man vibes from the post-credit <laughs> scene where he's like got the hammer and he's making the yep. shield. It reminded me of Iron Man 1. You mean that flimsy little <laughs> plastic <laughs> <laughs> shield? He's going to like throw and then it's just going <laughs> to... I really hope that's what happens because what... I mean... What? There's no way. Like what? The shield's made out of vibranium. Right, what is he making his out of? Iron? Steel? Ah, uh, yeah. What? Iron whatever water. Leftover oh, where did he get it from? Whatever leftover <laughs> shit he has is in his garage. Clearly he's using his metals. his metals as well to like put it on there and melt it, I guess. I'm oh not sure. God. Yeah, it's from his, you know, I don't know. Fuck. Anyway, they should get wrecked in about that was three a good, seconds. That was a good... Uh, I, was a good I like the Xeno more. And, and real quick, You're if this is potentially, most likely, this is the last time we're seeing Zemo... In the Falcon, in this, in this in show, the Falcon right. Winter Soldier. Let's just, if, if that's the case, based on everything that we've seen, and let's also go back to like the marketing material, the trailers, the build up, the hype. Sure. Were you all satisfied with what we got from this character? And, and, and I'd, I'd like you to try and kind of ignore what we know of Zemo, from, you know, uh -huh. Baron Zemo from the comics yep. and, and from any animated show. Yep. Just what we've been, we're given at the, at the start of Civil, uh, Civil War yeah. to like this end scene. Are you guys happy or, or where yes are you at? Yes and no. Well, we're getting more of Zemo. Like, sure, but I'm just saying like yeah. with in, this, this in, next in this level. Show. I think he was utilized in a way where you could have probably put in a new character and it might have been the same effectiveness or more effective. It feels like they try to kind of force this character into this role. Uh, and it also doesn't feel like they landed it. Like doesn't feel like they nailed the character. And it almost feels like the inclusion of Zemo in those middle episodes took away from the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It kind of took away from that development where you had to have this very character development heavy episode to kind of catch you up and like, oh yeah, this is what the show is about. This, this it's about these guys. It's not necessarily about Zemo because it feels like Zemo a lot of like a lot of his stuff kind of stole those episodes, right? Or or took a lot of the time because he stole uh, about the show. those uh, those episodes <laughs> and he kind of stole the show. And the same thing like even with John Walker, like obviously there's been a lot of John Walker in this show and I feel like those characters have taken away from your title characters where you go back to WandaVision like it's about Wanda and it's about Vision pretty much throughout the whole thing, right? Yeah, like, you have they, your you have your supporting characters, but sure. again, they're just there to kind of fill in the gaps for you. For sure. And your still main focus is on Wanda and Vision while with yeah, right. to your point with this, it's all of their story. Right. John Walker yeah. is very much a central part of this show. Like you get a lot of information on him and he, Well, he's the new Captain America. And he's the new but 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 still the, the title of the show, right, is the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Sure. It's not and new it, Captain America. And it hasn't felt like it hasn't <laughs> felt like at points in this season that the Falcon is even the main character of his show, and even to a lesser degree, uh, you know, the Winter Soldier is the main character. Winter Soldier feels like he is big time, like sidelined most of most of these episodes. Like sure. this episode to me was the first time in a he's while. That, clean up. Yeah, basically, yeah. he's helping with build a boat. Um, <laughs> this episode was definitely you know more focused on Falcon, obviously, right? But like Bucky, again, to your point, it's supposed to be the two of them. Bucky just felt like he was there for the ride, as opposed to like. 
There was a couple of good moments, but he definitely felt secondary. Yeah. Um, I will say this with Zemo. I get what they were trying to do to a degree, um, which was, you know, remind you that this character has gone through a lot where he lost his family. Remind you of Sokovia. Remind you as well a couple of times that there is a monument. Yes. So remember when uh, Bucky goes and finds Zemo, he's at some... He's at the Sokovia monument. Monument, yeah. right? Which I wish... <laughs> this is going to sound terrible, but I kind of wish that they took a, a page out of Schneider's book of making the shot a little bit longer so you kind of understood where you were as opposed to, I think it, the, the shot starts with Bucky walking up um, Zemo's in the foreground, but you can't tell it's him. And then you cut to the reverse shot, and then you cut to a wide, and then you can kind of see. But it's very, very quick. It's all I mean, a lot of the the shots, at least for this show, have been kind of generic. Like I made the joke last week about like the Wakanda scene was kind of shot on a soundstage, but like I mean that probably was like these these, <laughs> these are all they're all kind of like they're kind of all generic and don't necessarily like set you up to like oh this is sokovia where we've been before in age of yeah. oh this is wakanda where we've been before you know in, in black panther and infinity war um it's just kind of the the generic marvel stuff honestly i so you're absolutely right i would i would agree with everything that you said and maybe the the problem is the in the in the title of the show potentially yeah maybe. because i personally really like john walker and zemo in fact without them i think the show would be pretty boring to be honest um either you know i'm not sure how much more they would develop uh sam and bucky to make them more interesting or what they would throw in to make them more interesting it just be that that might just be them being limited as characters right it's just they just haven't which, bothered which, to which which they know, might be yeah, i mean I, and, and I at least, they at least how they've been presented in the movies right, right. they are they're not leading people. They're like one trick ponies a little bit. Right. And um, so it's hard to kind of break that. So the the issue might be the title in the type in the, the, the title of the show, to be honest. Uh this show I, should when I say yes and no for Zemo, yeah. in terms of yes, because uh, I've really enjoyed seeing him and uh seeing this side of him, but then also seeing some of those darker glimpses that he hasn't he's not a totally different person from Civil War, even though that was the impression we sort of got the first time we saw him. Like the episode after that, I thought they really he recaptured some of his, uh, you know, after that. <laughs> they really recaptured some of his, you know, Zemo-ness. Um, uh, and honestly, to be honest, I think to give him the full arc, you're right. They would have had to give it, probably given him even more screen time to, like, sure. make it a nice, you know, uh, a nice whole arc in, in a show. Like, they, they probably would have to make this, like, two more episodes. Well, and he would have to get a bit more of a... You know something. You well, know, see, he, he just ends up going to prison. Yeah, like, I, I feel well, like. Well, actually, he, he goes specifically to the to raft. Wakanda. Yeah, which yeah. makes no, me no, oh, Wakanda. Oh, 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 no, no, raft. to the raft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, so the raft is the high, a high, what high impact, high it's a, level it's security Arkham, prison. Is it Arkham? Well, it's underwater. Yeah. So, so it, and it's run by a specific character, the Secretary of Defense of the United States, known as Thunderbolt Ross, who, as we know, is a character from the Hulk. He's from Civil War. Uh, and he's also a character in the comic books that becomes the Red Hulk yep. and the leader of the Thunderbolts. So they're probably setting up something. Is that an old guy? Yeah, the yeah, old guy. Yeah. <laughs> he's not very intimidating. Yo, do I some steroids. Old people become. <laughs> do some steroids <laughs> and you'll be fine. <laughs> Sorry, I'm aging. But it's interesting <laughs> that he's going specifically to the raft. It, it also kind of so. doesn't make sense. A little like, bit. If you ask me, like Why? with the Dora Milaje, right? They wanted revenge. And we're like, all right, we got him. So instead of taking him to Wakanda. We'll chop him up with the U.S. Well, remember, uh, but here's why it makes sense, though, right? Wakanda, uh, at the end of Black Panther, opened up their borders. Sure. Yeah, they're war, part of the world. They, they opened up their borders. They're, they're 
put themselves more in the international scale. Or, or so, so to make it work, they had to, you know, they put need, him in an international. They need, they prison. need Zemo to be able to come back. And the raft you've already proven within the MCU is not hard to break out of, right? Who uh, broke out the raft? Captain America, Captain America breaks, breaks in there with Falcon. Falcon yeah, and, breaks all and, of them out. And all of them, and Winters, all of those characters That's out of is. the raft. At the it's end. that prison for from uh, Civil War. Yes. Correct. And yes. so, and also putting him there lays out some story elements. If you want, if they're going to do more with Zemo, do we know any other villains who are in the raft currently? We don't, but like you could, you could assume they're like maybe the Abomination from the Hulk is in there. Maybe some other other. Maybe Weird Carly characters. and her crew ends up yeah. in there. Maybe Sharon Carter ends up there. Black hat. Oh, that's a great <laughs> cutaway. So Sharon Carter. <laughs> so she was on the phone, called somebody, and who do we? I believe she called. Um, she called Batarock. Yeah, exactly. There, right? It's a hundred. If you actually put on the subtitles, he's speaking it says, French. It says Batarock. Okay. There you go, then. <laughs> <laughs> so she so Looking where fun. so where did so she's clearly working then with Carly. Yeah. Or she's the power broker. Right. But then but the power broker was working her pa- for the power broker. Right. No, she it's, is. She's what? Yeah. Who? Sharon Carter. <laughs> is she the power yeah. broker? Uh, I uh, actually I think she is. I don't know. Some I people some people know. think it confirms she's not the power broker, right? Because the power broker wants to kill Carly. Right. She killed one of her lieutenants in what, episode mm. two, episode one, whatever it was. Uh, episode end of episode two, and but people clearly Sharon is bad. Like, I don't think Sharon's bad. bad. I think she's just a she's a businesswoman, right? Yeah. She's helping Sam. Sam's you know doing favors or giving her money or whatever. Sure. She's helping Carly because she's giving her money or whatever. Yeah. So I, I think she's just she's just making a living in this really kind of messed up world. But there's remember Sharon way, Carter. Yeah. You know Sharon Carter, like in the Captain America legacy, Sharon Carter was kind of left behind, right? While everybody else under the Captain America umbrella was kind of protected, yep. you know, Black Widow was, uh, or I guess she wasn't, like, you know, um, the they didn't like legally say, you know, like Falcon and all of them were legally they like were you're you're cleared and everything. Sharon Carter wasn't. Right? Yeah, why is that? We don't really know. Like all we know is that she was on the run and then she stayed on the run. Quick question as well: Do you remember when we see her and she's walking through and then she's got like original paintings? Mm-hmm. Does it, did they ever say how she gets them? She So I think when they first meet she her, she talks thief? about... She, she steals she them? She talks about how she, you know... It, <laughs> like while, the black cat? While she's <laughs> while she's there, that's what she that's like her job. Like part of her job is to... Steal with paintings? A legal, with illegal kind of goods, like paintings. What if she steals um, them? She stores them and, and whatever she's, she's and moves cat. them. But she's clearly doing other stuff on the side too. Like black cat confirmed. Getting Batrock out oh of prison. Oh my God. And, uh, and black cat confirmed. Well, did he didn't go to prison necessarily? Because remember, she, the, she said he was in like an Algerian prison. No. Oh. Because remember in the very first episode, like. He flies he and flies does he get and captured? He falls, through the, he falls oh. onto the border. No, he, he probably was arrested. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. He was probably then arrested maybe when he landed. And then she got him out of prison and. Oh. So let, let's That's let's weird. go back. So we know at the end of this episode, the flag stoppers, smashers, the flag smashers. whatever the hell they're called, the, the hash slinging uh, slashers, the f- the fists f- um, are the Mephistos. They're causing a, a a terrorist act essentially in a they government building. The they turned out the lights. They're gonna do something. What did the guy, the security guard, say? Like one people, one goal, or something? one nation? Yeah, some bullshit. Like, Hail Hydra. Basically, <laughs> they're the new Hail Hydra. Yeah. So we've got. Them obviously going to infiltrate that place. We've got new uh, Falcon in some kind of Wakanda gear and a shield coming. Well, we haven't seen the gear, we, right? But clearly, we've what got we've gear? got Bucky, yeah. who's going to be working with Falcon. 
We've got, you know, John Walker. Girl Jan. Who's going to be what? Agent. U.S. Agent. U.S. Agent is the, the comic book name of his evil character. Good old U.S. Um, agent. We've got Sharon Carter doing something over somewhere. <laughs> we've got um, the UFC fighter, whose name I keep forgetting every five seconds. Bad truck. Bad truck. Bad truck. Bad truck. Bad. Bad. Bat. Rock. Bat truck. Bat rock. Bat truck. Bat truck. Batman. <laughs> so we've got like five George or six Pierre. different factions. Oh, and this Zemo, in theory, is is not part of this. Maybe Z- I think Zemo's done. I think that was a, a farewell scene for this season. What if he comes back? I mean, that'd be. I don't know how. I guess. But we got. I, I feel like the most we're gonna get of him is like the post credit stinger. Where yeah. He's, he's in the right. raft and Thunderbolt Ross is coming. He's like, I have a new initiative. <laughs> it's called the Dark Avengers Initiative. And then he's like, do 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 do. He turns on the light switch. But anyway, there's gonna be like a bazillion fucking factions fighting. Yeah, it's fun. Do we think it's gonna be a better fight scene compared to the Wonder Vision, or is it gonna be the same kind of? Oh, cool. They're fighting. Can the we just get to the end and wrap this shit up? The choreography in this show has probably been the best part of the show, I would say. You know, except because when you been, can see the stunt double. Except the stunt double in this episode uh, was a little um, unnerving. <laughs> you couldn't CGI his face on or something. I don't know. Better cuts, but I think it will be better because the action has consistently been, even though we only had one real action scene from WandaVision, yeah. the action in this show is has been just far better than that last I will say climactic that, scene. I will say, though, right, the MCU always, you know, most of the time nails their action in the movies. I would say now that we're almost done two of these Disney Plus shows, it's, like, two steps below, I would say, wow. from, like, the movie quality. I would say there's a definite... Outside, maybe, of the opening sequence with Falcon, like, it seems like they took their time, maybe, with some of the effects for that type of stuff. But everything else has just been kind of... Lower quality, I would say. This show is also, like, just in terms of consistency from episode to episode, has just felt really all over the place. Because yeah. that first episode is like, this is a thrill ride. This is awesome. Like, yeah. cool action. crazy. And then the second episode, not saying it's a bad thing, was a very kind of like, wow, this is the real world and it sucks. Yeah. And then this episode, again, you know, they obviously talk to um, Isaiah Brad or um, Falcon talks to Isaiah Bradley, and we get the full story, which in itself is, is fucking horrific. Um, and again, it, it that sequence kind of grounded you but then you had all these kind of weird goofy like hey we're buddies and montages yeah. and you know it was definitely toward june's point like it's a character driven episode which makes sense but it just feels very inconsistent from episode to episode and, and yeah. especially in this one you know sometimes from scene to scene it just felt kind of all over pacing the place. is not a strength of the falcon and winter soldier show i think it's a fair criticism yeah. um, of the show especially like yeah, I, feel, I feel like it was almost like a meta reference when they're like well the government's come in so we just kind of have to wait and see what happens <laughs> let's go character develop yeah. let's go develop we're going hard. to go to New Orleans <laughs> we're going to go build a boat and we're going to go throw the frisbee around <laughs> throw the frisbee around I mean that's kind well, of well, well, how well. it works I mean, maybe? That's, that's what they were doing they were um, throwing it back to each other but Ravi you mentioned Isaiah Bradley and I think that's a you know important thing to bring up because it hasn't been obviously since episode 2 since we've seen him and we've, we've got some more um, concrete stuff there um, just in terms of his backstory and what happened what did you guys think of that whole uh, sequence between Isaiah and Sam that was the most interesting part of the episode, honestly, because it Falcon went there trying to understand, you know, if there was, you know, a black Captain America, another super soldier who didn't go batshit crazy, who didn't do, you know, who, who didn't die from, from the serum. Why isn't he wearing 
the suit? Why isn't he there? And it was it's an interesting combination of kind of you know um, Sam's own kind of like self prejudice, self you know what he, what he knows about you know people and everything, and sure. and he and him kind of learning the truth and then kind of realizing like you know this man was done 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 terrible done wrong and then him trying to kind of figure out hey do, is there a way for us to kind of go back is there a way for us to fix it and isaiah you know he's kind of he's older he he's comes to the point in his life where he's like there's there's really no point i don't trust anybody anymore and you know if, if i was in his shoes yeah why why would you like he's and and uh sam even says that too he's like yeah. i've been i think the same way yeah but i liked i liked that he has that conversation with his sister mm-hmm. and that he sort of comes to the realization where it, like it's terrible what happened to him, but he's his own person with his own experiences and it's his own decision. Right. Um, I, I like that moment. I think that's important. Yeah. You can't group everyone together. Everyone's an individual at the end of the day. Everyone has to make their own decisions. And so he says, some, uh, Zaire Bradley says something interesting to, to Sam. He's like, you know, even if, you know, there's going to be a, a black Captain America, why would an individual want who's black? Right. Why would they want to go seek that out knowing, you know, this 500 year history, which is, you know, true history, like of, you know, hiding certain pieces of information and knowledge and all of that. Um, do you all think like with the gift that Wakanda gave Bucky to give to Sam, you know, do you think the show's going to go with necessary like Sam Wilson is the black Captain America or Captain America, or are they going to go with this Something new kind else. of hybrid character or thing? Well, I think we'll find out a lot in what's in the box, right? Because is it just a <laughs> what's in the box? Is it a full on Captain America suit, or is there the Falcon wings on there? Um, you know, I thought there was a lot of um, imagery with with Falcon, right? You know, with the battle with John Walker, he gets his wings ripped off, yep. and he leaves the wings with Torres, and he's like, keep them. Right. Oh yeah. It's almost like he walks away from the Falcon mantle at that point, where he's, he's just like, like, "Fuck it, I don't want, I don't want to be Falcon anymore." Uh, but he's like, and, "But at that point, he takes a shield, and you know, at that point, because of the blood that's been put on it, he is at his lowest point as a hero." Right. He's like, "I don't want to be Falcon, and I'm not sure if I deserve to be Captain America." Right. That's that's kind of his whole point of why he goes to see Isaiah, why he has some of that discussion with his sister, why some of that discussion with um, Bucky, because it's just like there's all this stuff going through him. And I think obviously by the end, him opening up that case is he's ready to take on some type of mantle. But what is that mantle? I guess that's I guess that's what the show is culminating to answer as to what and who he's going to be. I think it, it, it is. It, you're right. It's going to be something different than Captain America. But yeah. at the end of the day, it's still Captain America. If you have that shield, yeah. what if it's Captain Falcon? Exactly. <laughs> Why can't it just be Captain Falcon? Wait, Granted, Captain Falcon, Captain Falcon is Nintendo owns the right, but who cares? Well, it's Capcom, um, right? Capcom. 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 Oh, my Falcon. Uh, Captain Falcon. Falcon. Yeah. Fuck. I was just assuming Smash Brothers uh, Nintendo. But you're right. They uh, they mix and match. It's going to be I, also um, that the, the the weird montage at the end, and then like pep talk with Bucky. Yeah, I think Bucky, Bucky says pep. he says something really interesting where he's like, you know, I, I said some terrible things to you about giving away the shield, and he even said like reflecting on everything, he's like, hey, I, neither Steve nor I, we never think about, we it. didn't think about it for you know as a, as a, a black man taking on the a shield from your perspective, and I thought that was. Do you guys? That was very interesting because you, I don't, you don't really expect do, that from a Marvel show. Do you guys think that's meta commentary again from like the writers about like, yeah, like, 
at the end of Endgame, when we wrote the scene, like when the, the, the larger scene was written, like they're like, we didn't really think about that part. And then it was like when they did the show, we're like, oh yeah. Well, that's the thing. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know if that's no, the case because like that would be funny. I would imagine yeah. that a lot of the writers, producers in the Marvel world are comic book fans and have read because I would hope. Yeah, you. They, Mar- they the Marvel no like by no means the Marvel Cinematic Universe is not the first. Marvel property or thing to ever combat like social justice and social issues. Yeah. They've done it for years in the comic, decades in the comics. So Centuries. one would hope. Yeah. One would hope that they had the Put foresight. That two, that two together. No, I'm sure they did. And I'm sure that was prepping for this kind of a show. Yeah. Right? I mean, there's just no way. They did wasn't. also confirm, you know, a small thing that um, Steve and Bucky did have a convo at the very least before the end of Endgame where he goes away, right? Obviously, we know the, the knowing look, but yeah. we got confirmation that there was a full-blown co- like a full blown conversation of, like, I'm giving uh, I'm giving Sam the shield. And I'm not coming back. And I'm not coming Until back. Until I'm really old. He, or, you know, he's like, I'm, yeah, exactly. Well, you know, something of it's that It's weird nature. how he told Bucky the whole plan and <laughs> carried it out 80 years later in his own... What he forgot is just like, ah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, I can't remember the date the time. He's like, oh, no, I I would down. imagine the serum makes your mind pretty sharp, right? Yeah, you would Like, in theory? Oh, yeah. Assume. Well... John Walker, is he the brightest bull? <laughs> so speaking Bucky and pep talks, um, Sam gives Bucky a pep talk, right? Yeah. And this is probably one of the more interesting character elements and things of, I think, Bucky and also going back to like Sam's roots and when we are first introduced to Sam, him as a character, his job, his, his role, you know, was helping uh, military vets, you know, f- find their way, you know, post- um, He was a counselor. Right? Yeah, he was a counselor. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. And he did a really good job, I think, of, you know, or the show does a really good job of, you know, Sam helping Bucky out. Um, and, you know, basically telling Bucky, like, you know, you've been avenging, which I thought was pretty funny. Um, now it's time to kind of, like, go and actually be of service. Be of service and, like, you know, tell those people that you've done wrong to and give them closure, which obviously means, you know, the in the first episode, the, the character... Um, I don't know the if dad, I remember, the, the father. Guy, the father who lost mm-hmm. his son, and, guy, and yeah. Bucky was just kind of hanging around. Right. That's going to be a very uncomfortable and awkward scene to watch. Yeah, I hope they, I hope so. they, I hope they do it right. Well, it's interesting. It while, should be a painful. Scene. It's interesting yeah. while they're having that convo, right? The character I thought of was John Walker because it's like you could, like Sam could be having the exact same convo with like Walker because in John's mind, right, he's all in this revenge and avenging. He's like, my friends died, so I'm gonna kill this person. Yeah, and I gotta kill, you know, kill, 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 avenge, avenge, avenge. And it's almost like, are they? Is is Sam going to potentially? Try this conversation with John Walker in six. He's already, well, he's, he's he's already, already tried proven. it. Well, he's already Sam's already proven in this show that that's so, talk that's first. what he that's what he does that's what he wants to do. Yeah, he always he wants to talk before you fight. Right. That's, yep. the, you know that's the very ideal of Captain America, right? The Steve Rogers right. version. So, which is the opposite of Bucky at the beginning of this episode. Remember where he's like. Yeah. Sam's like, we don't want to do this. Yeah. And then Bucky's like, yes, we do. We do. <laughs> oh, man, it's so good. I, I was Civil like, War vibes I want for more. anyone? Honestly, I want more. Of, I know I know they're trying to redeem Bucky or they want to give him give him a happy life. But, man, when Bucky goes bad, it's just, it's it's way better. <laughs> <laughs> like, when he's just beating people up. Yeah, he was like, full on just and punching he's just like, John and he's just Walker. Like, and he's just like literally... Oh, we want to fight. You know, real quick, speaking of Bucky, <laughs> speaking of Bucky in his arms. So I, I was wondering when oh, they yeah. were fighting uh, John Walker, he was punching with his right and not yeah. his Wakanda arm. And I, I thought it was funny that there's a part 
when uh, they were fixing the boat. Yeah. And uh, Sam's like, hey, why aren't you using your, your Wakanda arm? He's yeah. like, oh, I kind of forget about it. I'm right-handed. <laughs> yeah, that was great. <laughs> I was like, wow. I, you know, you never think about that. Well, I also think as part of it is, right, that he's trying to be better and not kill. Yeah. And it's like, I think when he was the Winter Soldier, he, he punched with the fake arm first, the left arm first. Oh, uh, he did. Remember that scene where he punched uh, Tony Stark's dad? Yeah. That was with yeah. the metal arm. That was oh his left. No, he was just like, bing. Yeah, that would still kill, I think. Uh, yeah, but yeah, Bucky's interesting because I'm worried. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I'm glad they're doing this, you know, with that character. Um, you know, I'm glad that they're, you know, sort of redeeming him in a way, I guess. But I worry that it's going to make him boring. He's just less cool. He's less cool when he's a good guy. He's less scary. Like he was terrifying in as, Winter Soldier. Yeah. He yeah. was so good. He was the best bad guy. And then even and even in Winter Soldier, like they, oh, you know, he's under mind control, which is fine. Yeah, you know, yeah, of course. you explain it, but he was so terrifying as the Winter Soldier. That, those the fight so sequences good. between him and oh, uh, Steve, best in the best in Marvel, some I of think. the best, yeah, and Civil War too. Ever. Like that yeah. end sequence between with uh, Tony Stark and Captain, yeah. Cap so, and good. Him, yeah. so good, so good. Where he rips the chest open, and they yeah. tried to go with that vibe again with these three. I don't think it works. Well, it doesn't because like you know they're he's not, not Iron he's not, he's Man, not that character no Steve Rogers, right? He's not trying to like he's not trying to kill. Which is I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Kill Iron Man either. Yeah. Well, maybe I don't know. Here's what needs to happen. Zemo needs to get a hold of him. As Zemo he, more? Uh, Z, uh, at the end, at the end of the show, episode six, and take him to the raft because um, now he runs. Actually, it. going back to and Zemo, and then corrupt Bucky back into Go, the Winter Soldier. Going real quick back to Zemo, no. I did find it interesting, <laughs> at least for Zemo's arc, because we're talking about like his arc. He came to the conclusion that he's like, "Don't worry, Bucky, I'm not going to kill you anymore." Right? Right. And remember, like his whole thing was about like these super soldiers, and remember, Bucky is. Has super soldier serum in him. Right? He is enhanced, and, and Zemo's against that. So, I do think you know not to backtrack on what we were we were kind of saying about Zemo, but there is kind of that conclusion with his arc that he is at least changed from the beginning of sure. his appearance in this, where his mind is a little bit changed. Now maybe that's setting him up because he's like, because I'm gonna use super powered people to do like oh, things that I want to do. You know why he did that? Because I think he has a line earlier in the season. Where he says like Steve Rogers is one of a kind. Right. He's the only person sure. on Earth who could take the soldier super soldier serum and do good with it, not be corrupted by it. Right. Uh, and I think the reason that he's told Bucky that is because he sees Bucky is like Steve now, mm. where he is redeemed all the way. He is not. He's a good person. He's he's going to uphold the ideals, the highest ideals, and that's why he says that. So you're right. In a way, that does kind of... It kind of and completes an arc. Yeah. And he proves it. Yeah. Right. It doesn't kill him. Yeah. doesn't kill doesn't, him. Yeah. Boop. He oh. wastes a bunch of bullets. bullets and he just throws them on the do ground. You think, do you think they yeah. pick it up? Because God. what if kids find those bullets? Yeah, that's that's what what they so load a gun and then shoot someone. That, and guys, <laughs> and that's the origin of a, of a villain that's going to appear in Avengers 11. It's called the Sokovia Gunslinger. <laughs> yeah. He found bullets. At Wait, the, that's oh, the, my God. The Sokovia Slinger? Yeah. Gunslinger. And it, yeah, no, no, no. It's going to be sling. it's going to be the MCU's version of Bullseye. He's going to pick up the bullet and he'll murder Spider-Man in about 25 years. Okay, let's move on here because that's... No, no, no. Uh, I love it. <laughs> let's go back and look at our bold predictions. Oh, our cold predictions. And Christian probably, looking at these real quick, I think Krishna had the closest one. So Krishna's episode five, Ooh. this 
past episode or the current episode ah, we just watched yeah, was yeah. Bucky will lose his arm and there was yeah. a moment during the fight scene between John Walk- Walker Sam and Bucky where his, his arm had a, a terrible <laughs> blue electric after effects <laughs> thing happened uh, they were purple they were blue it was a little I will say, well, Falcon did lose his wing, so if you'd just gone with the... Uh, I should have switched Yeah, it, if you switched right. it to Falcon, you would have been... You Someone been, uh, was losing uh, something. better. And uh, Christian also did think that um, well, at some point, Battlestar season. is going to come back. Yeah, well, that one's But it's confirmed wrong. that he is, unfortunately, is gone. It, hey, Superman died. Is <laughs> it confirmed? I mean, he John Walker went to the parents. Parents were upset. I don't think is we could... It it's confirmed. Conf- have we seen... Have we seen the death certificate? No. I, for some reason, <laughs> didn't see that for Superman either. I, I didn't have an episode five prediction. I, I, it says NA. Yeah, you you were a wimp. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll move on what from What was there. your episode five prediction? Say it now, retroactively. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, my prediction. Never mind. My, your, prediction, was getting your prediction was the Frisbee montage. <laughs> yes, uh, yes. I, uh, there was going to be a montage in this episode. Which no, also contradicts. Your prediction. Your prediction. For season one. That's the season uh, one prediction. Falcon throwing. Oh, the shield round will be epilogue. So that, that is wrong. wrong. That is wrong. I was wrong. That's wrong. Yeah. So cross You're it so out. Wrong. John Nichols um, was throwing it around in this episode. Arjuna's episode five was the mutants will be referenced. That did not happen. Well, that actually, we know actually, technically, if you want to get technical, yeah, uh, the Julia Louise Dreyfus character does have some ties in the comic books to mutants. That's so, not a reference in the know, MCU, I think though. kind of win. No, it doesn't. Because <laughs> yeah. if that's the case, we could go and say, like, Isaiah Bradley, his grandson, works at some point with the mutants. Oh, he does the Young Avengers, right? Yeah, but yeah. there's also mutant tie-in there. Yeah. That, that doesn't So, work. you know what? I think it's a win. I no. think I think no, it's a win. No, 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 no. I think it's no, a win. No, 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 no. I think it's a win. If we look real quick. All right, my, my prediction is Omni-Man will show. <laughs> so if we, if we go back real quick and just look at, because we have one episode left. So let's look at our season-long predictions. Um, Christian has kind of already won everything at this point because he had uh, uh, some, aspect some aspect of Black Panther and Wakanda will appear that happened pretty early on. Um, your next one was Battlestars coming back, which probably is not going to happen. <laughs> Mine was Never U.S. Agent is the super serum dude from the Flag Smashers. That I don't think is true. That's because definitely it's not true. Definitely not true because it's proven it's the – he's actually shown in this episode. He's one of the followers of Carly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, Falcon throwing the shield will, shield will appear in the epilogue. That actually happened in this episode, so – I'm wrong there. And then Arjuna's <laughs> season one predictions were Bucky will die, John Walker will die, Chris Evan will appear as an old man, Steve. All, all three of these could still happen. Still in play. So it's still in play. Still in play. That's what happens when you pick when you pick something too. Like someone's gonna die. You have to wait till the very very end. very end. Yeah, that's why it's bold. So <laughs> let's make our last round of bold oh, predictions man. for episode six. Wow, wow, wow. Do you have one? Uh. I gotta think about yeah, it. Yeah, because I got a couple different ones. June, do you have one off the bat? And you can't say someone will die. So, yeah. Uh, my yeah, you gave that up last week. My prediction is going to be that it will be a team Captain America. It will not be just Bucky or oh, I'm sorry. It won't just be Sam taking on the mantle. I think he will share the shield with Bucky, and they'll be like a a team. Like sh- like they like playing frisbee with it, kind of yes. I would hate that. That's that's you how would hate I that. Why I would hate that because maybe I'm getting too political with this, but it feels like if Sam can't take the shield and just be fully Captain America, then the world is not accepting him as a person to to play that role, and there needs to be a secondary character, Bucky, in order to fill the shoes. 
I believe Sam's character and what we've seen, he can fill those shoes yeah. and potentially maybe more because he is not like Steve. He comes from a different background altogether. You need some diversity in that role. It can't just be, you know, half of somebody new and what you're kind of used to to a degree. Granted, Bucky went through some other ridiculously fucked up shit. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, if you look at it from like just visualization. It, it, it sure. feels like you're just repeating it. Like John Walker was essentially supposed to be, was the government's answer to a missing Steve, which is just kind of re- copy and replace and, and hope for the best. But I don't think they're going to use utilize the shield. I, I think the shield gets retired. That's a, that's a good I, Well, I, I do wonder because uh, the I new character that was introduced, um, Val. They did the first piece stuff and they're like, nah, we're good. <laughs> well, yeah. so Val does say something interesting about the shield where it's oh, like the government true. doesn't really own it. It's got a complicated history. Yeah, it's from an alternate. Wakanda. Wak- <laughs> yeah. Well, there's that too. Oh, shit. So I, oh, wait. Maybe she knows. She does know. Yeah, she's Thanos. Wait, what? Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, like, um, my page. episode six bold prediction is going to be. Um, Carly is going to end up in the raft and then Zemo's going to just kill her. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that's so she gets captured, yeah. but Zemo gets his, gets his thing. Either, either he's going to destroy Carly or he's going to destroy all of them at once. Something with him and the super soldiers. He's getting what he wants. I have a safe prediction. No. With the raft. No, no safe predictions. Okay. This is bold predictions. It's bold. It's not called safe predictions. All right. We want my bold prediction. You just gave it. You want another one? No. Christian, what is yours? Uh, there's so many. Um, uh, I, mine's going to be really lame. Uh, say, say Omni-Man. Uh, Omni-Man. Omni-Man is not, it's the wrong franchise. <laughs> uh, it's going to be Omni-Man. John Walker kills Carly. Ooh. <laughs> Shoots her in the head. <laughs> Boom. Shoots her. Actually, no. He's going to use his shitty-ass shield, but it's going to be broken. By the time he gets to her, and so he's gonna actually end up stabbing her with the pointy end <laughs> of it. That's not funny. And then it's gonna dark. send it's gonna send Bucky into a frenzy, and then Bucky will kill John Walker and reactivate the Winter Soldier, which the is what fuck I really is want. This? That's my bold prediction. So real quick, and, and Sam, John Walker kills Carly with his stupid shield. Bucky will then. Kill John Walker and reactivate the Winter Soldier. Be reactivated as the Winter Soldier. Soldier. That is my bold prediction. It won't 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 happen, but it is bold. Can you draw this out? Uh, You can do stick figures. Just make sure that it's all colored correctly. Okay. Mephisto will appear. We'll use it as a visual. (laughs) Fuck Mephisto. If I say that name one more time. Oh, did you not hear? Uh, Disney Plus just announced that they're doing a new uh, Marvel show. It's called Mephisto. And there's I and might, the show buy, and the show has boycott. nothing to do with Mephisto. It's yeah. a cooking show with uh, uh, uh Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> done in like um um what's her name uh, that we used to watch what, from the Afterlife. Forever Contessa. Yes, it's done in that style with Robert Downey Jr. But what? it's called Mephisto. I'm but sorry. it has nothing to do with Marvel. Uh, I'm sorry. Is he in heaven cooking? No, no. It's Robert Downey Jr. Not Tony Stark. Yeah. But if it's if it's a Marvel cooking show, it's Tony Stark. No, no, no Tony it's, just, Stark is it's, dead. it's Robert Downey Jr. as himself, and he's just making like boxed. But Tony Stark goods. is Robert yeah. Downey. Like he's Jr. making, he's making like <laughs> just he's a like weird making Betty Crocker brownies. Okay, well I'm out. There we go. I'm out. Anyway, it's that time, kids. Um, wow, 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 wow. Who is Arjuna? You start. You haven't started in a while. All right, Ravi. Ooh. Ravi was. Falcon, the Falcon, and the Winter Soldier, episode five, good. 
Sorry. He's just breaking shit. Oh. I was gonna turn hey, let me try it one more time. No. I'm shocked. I was uh I'm while while it had too much know, character development. It had you. interesting elements to it. It it definitely kind of showed different sides to you know the two main characters for sure. We got a lot more backstory. It just felt like a jumbled mess. The action sequences is not what we've like is not what we've learned to like love from Marvel properties. It's just not up there in terms of what it could be. And again, it, it definitely feels rushed. So for me, this episode, while interesting, not good. Krishna, hello. Was Falcon Winter Soldier episode five good? It was good. I enjoyed it. And the reason it was good is that I enjoyed it. (laughs) (laughs) And while pacing and maybe technically it was maybe the weakest episode, uh, or at least second weakest, it was definitely one of the bottom two. Um, I love the montages. Uh, I liked the philosophical stuff that was happening in there. A lot of, you know, things to think about, a lot of the different viewpoints to happen, uh, coming together, whatever. Um, So, yeah, I enjoyed it. And I thought it was good. It was the weakest, maybe, but it was good. Interesting. Arjuna, was episode five of The Falcon and The the Winter, Winter Soldier. Soldier. I forgot his name for a second. <laughs> good. Wow. Just as your bold prediction was activating the Winter Soldier program. I used up my your brain quote, capacity. Your brain capacity. Yeah, I see. Uh, yes, it was good. Oh, I did, fuck. I did enjoy it. I am shocked. Really? I really thought you were going to say it was bad. No, Not I, bad, but it wasn't good. I actually thought it was, I thought it was interesting. And nice. the, pacing, the pacing in this show is a mess. <laughs> There's no question about that for me. It's raw. It's it's raw. Yeah. It's fucking raw. Uh, but I do think it was it was nice to actually finally get more from our main characters. Yeah, and um, like and and really deal with some of I think the more interesting stuff with our characters too. I don't think you know again like I don't think the action has been a strength of the show, so I didn't mind that it wasn't a big part of it. Um, and I just kind of liked these smaller moments. I wish there was more of that sprinkled in throughout some of the earlier episodes, mm-hmm. honestly. Um, so I did enjoy it. And, uh, you know, I think it, it's going to set up the finale. It sets up the finale pretty nicely, probably yeah. to be the typical kind of Marvel bang, bang, you know, final third act. Can't wait. A lot of action. And Can't wait. I, I do hope that action is a little bit more ele- elevated from what we've seen. Previously. It wasn't. It should, <laughs> you know, it should be. It should, it's all going to be in the dark because the lights went out. So Oh, there. Ooh, so it'll just be cool. flashes. Yeah. So what they did to shoot it was it's a dark room and they just had people running around with flashlights. It's going to yeah. be like the Daredevil hallway scene from Ooh. season yeah, boom. one. Easy. That scene was great. I, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, that's what I want. Also, some of my Batman scenes, right? Where, like when the guns are going off and he's moving in the dark. Mm, yeah. That one's pretty cool. Yeah. So yes, and that's gonna do it for us wow. here on Was It Good. Thank you for tuning in and listening and joining us. As always, you can find us on Twitter at Was It Good, on Instagram at Was It Good BTM. We do live stream these podcasts on YouTube now every Monday and Friday. Just do a quick search for us at Was It Good. We also have a website, Was It Good Info. A newsletter is coming soon, and our next podcast is gonna be our first uh, episode diving into the new Amazon Prime. Invincible. Yeah, it's our first show. And also second to last. <laughs> well, we're gonna do we're gonna do one through six. Yeah. Right, which is three quarters of the show. Yep. <laughs> and then we'll do one more and that's it. And then we'll do one on the finale. And you're welcome. Juna. Well, I was ready to go maybe last week, but not really. Maybe. <laughs> anyway, thank you, and we'll see you next time.